Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Empire. Hello and welcome to my podcast. Do me a favor and subscribe to the John Com Report wherever you get your podcasts. And you can subscribe to us on YouTube at Empire Media. That's A-M-P-I-R-E. It would be much appreciated as always. Today, I'm joined by former Washington tight end Rick Doc Walker as we discuss a prove-it season for Washington. What's on Doc's mind? Well, he gets riled up and has grown tired of perceived improvements. Show me, he says. For a change, show me. You can follow Doc on Twitter at Rick Doc Walker, and you can listen to his podcast, aptly named The Doc Walker Podcast. And I'm going to be joining Doc on his podcast early this week. Doc and I taped this before the USA Today article about owner Dan Snyder came out Saturday night, basically pointing to mining frustration and how some might be ready to take a vote on him. Not surprised by this. I think some of this definitely has been reported in other places previously. I said some, not, not, I think Jared did a nice job talking to several owners. That's not to knock the report at all. I think Jared did a good job talking to, again, other owners, laying out frustrations. He's a seasoned, respected reporter. My job here, though, is to analyze what does this mean? Is there a vote scheduled? And what, and what I know, I should say, not just analyze what it means, but what I know. Is there a vote scheduled? Not that I've heard. Are there 24 other owners or 24 owners willing to vote him out? Not that I've heard. Is there frustration? Yep. Do other owners like him? Not many. That was true two years ago before any of this even started. People inside the organization will tell you the same, inside this organization will tell you the same thing about what other owners think of him. Look around the NFL. If you're going to vote Snyder out, then you better be clean because he's going to fight to the better end. They know that. And I mean, the NFL certainly knows that. He has to have done something so egregious that even those with skeletons in their closet will say that's enough. Now, I don't want to assume that every other owner has those skeletons, but, but I think we all know that certainly more than a few would. And you need to have 24 owners who are willing to vote him out. It has to override what others might also be doing. And that's just you know something that hasn't possibly been written about, whether or not, the, you know, I think we still need to see where are these in these investigations go, whether by Mary Jo White, about um, Tiffany Johnson's allegation, or the one that went to the Virginia um, Attorney General's office and that was sent to the FTC about the financial allegations with the, which the team strongly denied. So we have to see where those go. And I'm pretty sure Snyder's side is quite confident in where it's headed. It goes against, if it goes against what they think, yeah, there will be and could be trouble for him. Of course, other owners are frustrated and, again, have been for a while. But voting out one of your own, even if he's not someone who mingles with the others, is still a rather big step at this point. I can tell you Dan Snyder isn't going to sell the team anytime soon of his own volition, so don't feel like they're going to pressure him into doing that. That's I don't sense that at all. Whether you like him or not or agree with his take or not, my sense has always been 
he or people around him don't think that certain allegations are correct or maybe could be proven. I don't know. Therefore, why would he bow to them and sell? People who have talked to him say he's not about to sell. So I think you can take you can take that off the table for now. Um, and again, that's where we are. It's pretty much where we've been for a few months, to be honest. And there's still, as I've always told you, there's still more to learn. I'm not taking the hot take approach with this. I'm trying to take out or just go by what do you know? And that's it. What do you know for sure? And what we know for sure is that there's no vote being taken right now and that we you can't say that 24 owners are willing to vote them out right now. Not that the article said that, but I'm just telling you that's what it's going to take to get them out. With that, let's return to the football field. Washington has OTA sessions this week with Tuesday's practice open to the media. One note, I will not be there because I have to go to Bristol for an NFL Nation summit. I'm going to be up there for a few days, but I will be talking to Bram Weinstein, the voice of the Washington Commanders, on Tuesday, he's going to be at that OTA session, and I'll get his thoughts on what he saw. And then we'll talk about some other facts, some other things going on. It's the first look at quarterback Carson Wentz in a Washington uniform. Whatever you think of him, he's now the guy they need to have, who they need to have a good year from in order to take that, to take the step that they need to take in order to contend. That was an awkward, awkward, ugly sentence. So I apologize, but you get the point. It'll be interesting to see also who isn't there, what kind of attendance is there. I know it's voluntary, but these coaches have bemoaned player absences from a year ago and have spelled out why they think it's important for guys to attend. So it's certainly a mandatory voluntary kind of situation. For a player, they're getting less time on the, pre- on the field in preseason games, especially starters, so it makes sense for coaches to want them to show up in the spring so they have a chance to go over everything. Now, again, it's not – it's not mandatory. It's a voluntary situation. So if they do choose a skip, hey, they're allowed to do that. But there's no doubt that these coaches, no matter what they say, would want everybody there. But it's a lot more fun to talk about what's on the field and how it might look in the fall. This will be the first time for the media to get a look. And we'll have four more, at least four more sessions open to the media, one each week um, with the OTAs. And then we're going to get the mini camp the week of June 14th. Right now, they have three scheduled minicamp sessions. Oftentimes, they cut it to two. So this could be one of five open practices for the spring. Speaking of the field, Doc Walker says it's time to prove it to him, folks. So after this break, I'll be back with an impassioned Doc Walker as we discuss the state of the Washington franchise and expectations surrounding the team. Welcome back. Now, here's my conversation with former Washington tight end, Rick Doc Walker. Doc, it is always good to see you and to talk to you. One of my favorite things to do. Um, But before we get into uh, talking about the commanders and burgundy and gold and all that, let people know what you're doing now, where they can find you. I know you got your podcast. Let them know. Yeah, on Patreon and uh, patreon.com slash Doc Walker. Very simple. I'm one of three million other people. I mean, it's no big thing. Yeah, you you've been. I'm just following your lead and went waiting to get the Kimester. You know, when 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 I got you and when I'm on your show, I hear about it. People go, oh, so there you are. So my deal now is, how can I get on with the John Kime format even more? That's all I got to do now. Well, that check you sent certainly helps. So I appreciate that. <laughs> <laughs> but it is always, it's always great to talk to you. So I am one thing I want curious initially is 
Have you gotten used to commanders yet? I'm getting better. I, I pause. I just, by nature, I just pause. Every time I go to Washington, commanders. And <laughs> I because do the same thing. I know because I, I just, it's not like I'm saying a bad word. It's a right. word I'm not accustomed to. Um, the whole team deal, <clears throat> until I see them in the opener, uh, the preseason will work. I just need to see them in the uniform. Right. They had the mannequin, and that don't work for me. I need to see human being in that uniform together, and then it'll be instantly for me. I mean, every franchise that has changed, Wizard, I love the Bullets. I still do. I I just think Wizard's one of the worst things you could have ever done. But I still support it because it becomes the people in the uniform, not the uniform. Well, and and to that point – I grew up in Cleveland, as you know. I'm an Indians fan. They're now the right. Guardians. And right. I know a lot of people had an issue with that. In the offseason. Yeah. yeah, but I'm watching yeah. the games because it still says Cleveland on it. And you're right. Like, yeah. I'm watching – I'm not watching the quote-unquote Guardians. I'm watching Jose Ramirez. I'm watching, you know, Owen Miller. I'm watching Shane exactly. Bieber. That's exactly. So I do think it matters. Once you start watching the games, the name becomes secondary – in a lot of ways. I know that the memories and all that, I get all that. I mean, I, uh, to a million percent, I get all that. But once you start, once I started watching the games, um, it's, it becomes more about the players themselves and the fact that it still says for me, it still says Cleveland on it. So, you know, we'll see how it happens here. But, but the other thing is like Washington is really changing the look too. you know, Cleveland, the Indians, the guardians did not change their look necessarily. And I don't know if that makes it easier or not, where it's like, it's not this like, oh my God. Um, whereas I think with with this team, but I think for some people it may look pretty good. You know, we'll see. We'll yeah, see. I, I'm numb to it because I've never cared about anything other than the scoreboard. <laughs> right. I just want to win. And I don't right. care if they were called elephants and they were wearing pink and, and, and green. I'm exhausted. You know, um, 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 I have no more patience. I've been played. I feel like a, a, from a consumer standpoint, it, and you don't have to stay with the team. You don't have to keep following the team. You do that by choice. Nobody's forcing you to do this. Right. I'm following the John Allen. The guys that I have connected with, as you, when you work around it, you're around them. Right. I was on that sideline by that D-line. I mean, no. Those guys, they like allow me in there to their world because I'm working right there all doing the game. Right. So you're here at every moment and they know they're not going to be betrayed. You know, I heard all kind of things. You know, that's, that's their thing. And they res- I, res- I got that respect from them because the stuff I heard, the things is amazing. But <laughs> then when you're separated from that environment, it's got to be like the beat guy at the, the old newspaper or whatever, the guy who told all the story. Right. You never know what happens to him when he's not there. And so now do they change the name? Then they change the color. Everything's involved. And I just go, you know what? It becomes about the guys in the uniform for me. Right. I'm saddened. Um, Haskins lost. That's a humanity. That's a loss. That one That's somebody that I felt like could have been saved. Yeah. I feel partly responsible for not getting the job done as a member of a community. We got to gear and, and gear our young people and help them. It's, you know, it's like a maturation 
pro thing. We've all been young and dumb. We survived it. Okay. Yep. But it was because of vets and about neighbors. It's about a community thing with it. Twitter, everybody hates everything now. Yeah. It's getting everybody's schedule. And then the hype of the NFL. Man, they're so good. They got even the NBA had me watching the lottery pick. I go, why am I watching this? I know the Wizards because I said because there's a three percent chance that the Wizards could get, and that's that's because I'm a junkie. So I'm sitting here embarrassed watching this. I go, man, they got me. I'm I'm all in, and I now I want to see some success. I'm the guy that you can no longer sell any product to. Because I'm now so bitter over not winning. Right. I want a playoff game. I want to win a playoff game. I saw the Rams. I saw Sean. I've seen people that were here and now they're winning and they're getting rings and they're wicked. And, and that to me, I'm going, um, how long am I going to just settle for this? I'm never settling for it. So sure. that's where I'm at. I I, might, I, I'm, I don't say, oh, I don't like you. I'm not going to follow you. No, I love you. And I'm going to hold you to a higher standard. And I'm going to demand that you succeed. Oh, listen, that's the only way it should be, right? Because yeah. that's if you want to build a certain type of team, it only comes from those level of expectations. I mean, listen, you're yeah. USC, I'm Ohio State. Like They achieve those levels because there is that sort of expectation and pressure by community and and it's you know so at some point you've got to do it or you're not and do you think that this team right. when you look at this team right now the way that what they've done in the offseason are you encouraged or what do you think well i'm numb because again i'm the, the guy field. you know once you've been burned over and over, i go all that matters to me is beating jacksonville <laughs> right and so are they moving closer to that yeah i believe they are but college draft to me is a, an appreciation for what you did. It has right. nothing right. to tell me what you're going to do. Right. Because I can't anticipate you were eating out of a dorm. You were in an apartment. You were driving a 65 Chevy. You was it, Now, all of a sudden, you're pulling up in a Bentley. And your bank account is swole. Now, how do I know that you're going to do what you did to get that once you get? We've seen this happen here. Time and time because again. Because they slobber all over people before they produce. I'm done with that. Yeah, no. Right now, I'm not hating, but I'm not praising either. Carson Wentz is on the clock with me. Oh, yeah. Not about his skills. he got talent. Neck up. I got to find out. Is he going to grow up and be a leader of men and win? Okay, I don't know that. So I got to wait and see. Now, suppose he gets hurt the first quarter. Who's going in? What happened to Heineke ain't his fault. As a matter of fact, he did a hell of a job under the circumstances. He did. But I'm not planning on that. I'm planning on being better. So that's up to the people that they chose to run it. Run it and produce. Or are you just getting paid for going through the motions? That's their decision, not mine. But what I'm expecting is to win. I've seen it done. I was a part of it being done. And I'm not falling for no okie doke. I want results. And I demand it. But I got your support. You got my support. 100% support. But I don't care about the hype. I want to see you 
have a full contact something before you play a real game. That's your choice, how you do it. They don't want to scrimmage, but show me what you're going to do to improve your ability to tackle once this becomes real. That That is, I, I agree a thousand percent. And, you know, I think I feel bad for the fans here because a lot of times they've been sold that, hey, this year is different, and then it's not. So no. what what little things, when you look over the years, whether it's this regime or other ones, what little things do you not see that add up to that lack of success? Well, again, um, you can't speak looking outside a house to find out what's going on in the house. So I don't have x-ray vision. So if I don't see you practice, if I, I'm not, I don't, I, I can't, I can't answer that. All I can judge them by is the results. That's not my job to evaluate that. That's your job. That's what you do for a living. You're a beat guy. You're there every day, and that's great. I missed that. I don't have access to that. So all I can do is see the results. What I know is that whatever you've done in the past, you should consider scrapping it. You should consider altering it because it hasn't produced the results that I'm interested in. If you're cool with being mediocre and being 500, then, hey, if they'll keep paying you for that, why wouldn't you keep getting it? Doesn't fit my criteria. We don't get to 10 or 11 wins to me. There's a problem. Yeah. We either had severe injuries or you blew it, but I'm not <laughs> settling for under 500. I'm not, I'm done. I'm saying, okay, you wanted access. We got access. You went out and you overpaid for a guy that may end up paying off for you. But if not, I'm not forgetting the fact that you telegraphed your thing. You didn't have to run around telling people what you were going to do. Just do it. Because once you tell everybody something, you were pressured into making a move because you ran your mouth. See? And so now you now it may work. It may mm -hmm. work. But if it doesn't, you strapped yourself. To me, that's not the kind of move I'm expecting out of a, quote, experienced group. Make me scratch my head. Maybe they're right. So who we don't know. Only time will tell. So in the meantime, hey, I'm your biggest supporter. I'm supportive of it. But beware, okay? You can't sell me again on another campaign. I want to know what we got, what, what you're going to do. You The draft, I'm fine. Why, why wouldn't I be fine with it? You got a kid I know is fast. He can catch. We drafted guys here in the first round that couldn't catch, okay? You know it and I know it. Yep. We've had receivers here. They couldn't catch. Okay. Yeah. Great evaluation. Love the way you use your scouts. So all I'm saying is that, man, I, I, I ain't that guy. You can't do that to me anymore. You got to produce. And so training camp, if they don't scrimmage, I'm not going to be happy. If they don't play people in the preseason that are young and have never played in the NFL, I'm not going to be happy. But if they win the first game against Jacksonville, doing it their way, Right, right. Well, listen, like that's always the proof is what happens in the fall. Whatever you do, like, for example, the Rams a few years ago stopped, stopped playing their starters in the preseason. Yeah. Well, they go out and win. So it worked for them. Yeah. Other teams that did not work for and I felt like here um, that they wouldn't play their guys preseason, but they didn't learn enough about them until four games into the regular season when changes started to be made. So how do you get that information before the regular season? By the way. I owe you an apology because I think I accidentally said USC for you. 
And that would be even, like I didn't respond to it because well, it would be like if you had said, no, well, no, John, no. Now again, when a Buckeye a, makes it a mistake, I, <laughs> I just I kind of expect it. It's not it's not like I, the amazing blue guy. If you were right. Wolverine, yeah. that, that I would have said, oh, but I go okay. Well, Look, I'm still listen. I'm still stung by those UCLA Rose Bowl wins over Ohio State in the '70s. You know that I felt cheated out of a national title back when I was a tiny kid. You had a shot. <laughs> showed up, 26-10, final score. Hey, great guys on that team. You guys have a hell of a team. Matter of fact, you were undefeated. You have a hell of a team. I'm but still again, bitter. if you don't finish, then you end up like our program here. Right. Look, the so, band is coming back. I'm happy about all that. You, you can't get that. Look, I'm sorry. I'm a bad interview because I can't help you fill a three-hour block with garbage. You know, everybody – Blah, blah. What do you think? Who cares? All I care about is the results. You can't, you can't sell me now on your process because your process has failed. I've never seen the process work. So what I'm looking now for is flat out results. Yeah. And I think a sense of urgency that if I were in a position of power, I would request that the young men understood what I meant by it. And that was get me results. Any well, means possible. Right. And to that point, now I'm with you. Like to me, this team has to win. I would say 10 games when, when, yeah. and if you Minimal. go nine and eight, nine Minimal. and eight, I think it's like, it's all right. It's all right. No, no, I'm, not, I'm, not wins, doing I'm with you. 10 wins and that. 10 wins and a playoff win. Playoff victory. Yeah. 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 We got to take another step. Yeah. We got to take another step. I mean, look, I'm happy. I wish somebody would pay me not to produce. That's a great deal. Hey, man, you know, all I'm saying is that I'm not the guy to ask, well, what do you think about the sixth pick? I love it. I, you know, I, I, I love um, our middle round picks because they're usually our best players. And, and, and Chase Ruye is a perfect example yeah, of it. Yeah. You know, if I look at my best safety, see, we're really good in the middle rounds. Okay. We're not too good up top. A second they, they round don't hit up top. Should be, you, you get yeah, should I be agree. boiled. So what I'm saying is that if that's a trend, is anybody ever going to inquire about it? Make sure it, are we going? So okay, maybe we done. We got Marty. We got Martin. We got we got all okay. Good. I like what they brought in. They brought in guys to me. The only question marks the quarterback because of the system he ran. Carolina's not responsible for feeding the NFL. They're trying to win college games. And McNamara, they've done a hell of a good job at that. Kid's got a little game in him. It reminds me of Joe T. I like a guy that knows some people have doubted him. Right, right. And now he's got to learn the system. But suppose, like Heineke, he's thrown in week one because Fitz gets hurt. It's not his fault. I'm hoping this kid gets to mature. I hope they can kind of base him like he would a good state for a year <laughs> or so. I, I like that pick. But we're in a winning business. So maybe he got to play in the second quarter of week one. So that's up to Coach Turner, um, who I respect. And I know that he's been a little bit hamstrung by his personnel. But now, man, we got a real running back. We're not converting. We're not got a project. We got a real Stephen Davis type downhill runner. I love that. I love, don't fumble either. 
not a fumbler. I like Robinson. Like I like him because he he does a good job creating good situations for himself with vision, really? with patience. He's not an explosive guy, but when you there were a couple runs he had in games where I'm like he created that by whether it's his forward lean, whether it's the the setting guy up and creating arm tackles with a cutback, and that's that's how you move the chains. And so, and I think he and the combination of he and Gibson. But here's the thing, like, you've got to use that combination, right? And I think they have a chance to have a really good run game because of those two if the line produces the way it needs to. When is it not? They've always, that's my point. I hear that all the time, driving around town, people going, if the, I go, if, no, your ifs should be going on everything behind the line. Right. That's where your ifs come in. The ifs are not up front. The ifs are behind it. If he holds on right, to the ball, right. if he can do no, if he's if he healthy, the right read, if yeah. he can no, got the big boys up front, they've been doing their job. So give them some credit and support them with it. Uh, and they need that by the quarterback. All they need is a guy that can get them out of the. You can't play eight in the box with a guy that can hit you over the top. You played right. us in the past. Only a moron wouldn't have put eight in the box against us and dared us to throw. Because if our wide receiver is not a contortionist, then, I mean, the guy is twisting. He's making miraculous catches instead of just going out and catching the ball and scoring. So now they can hopefully solve that. And maybe if the kid gets hurt day one, maybe Heineke has improved or will get rid of the ball quicker or will be a little bit more like Drew Brees and find those windows. Right, right. Because can't see over the line. Right. That's everything. He's, mm-hmm. He wants to do it. He's yes. capable of doing it. I love his moxie. Me too. But his record, it's not good enough. I right. cannot be boxed into that. You know, and woulda, shoulda, coulda. Well, look what he, yeah, I know. The kid in the Raiders corner could catch. It, this thing would have been over earlier than it was. We right. had one month, November, that we played our style of football. That was what it went. How'd that go? Special teams. We got a big play here, big play there. Well, that guy's gone. So hopefully the kid from Penn State, can help us return guy we got to generate scoring outside of offense we got to do all the little things joe gibbs 101 we got to win on teams first right right well that and i think that's that's what i was going to ask you too because you and i know like some people sometimes people get tired of well back in my day but the bottom line is you played on great teams what are some of the little things that separate a great because like it's not like you, it's not like you guys always had this like the unbelievable talent. So what separates? Yeah. There you go, and you guys beat them. But what separates um, that team from one that maybe gets? You know what I mean? Like what's the separator between in terms? If you have teams that are somewhat even in talent, what's the separator? Mike Nelms and Brian Mitchell, those mm-hmm. are separators. We win all the yardage games. We could we we have better return yardage than you do. Then it's our kill guys. It's the Quentin Lawrys uh, Lawrys of the world. It's you know it's Greg Williams. It's Otis Wansley. It's scrappy. It's guys, kids, guys covering kicks and making people fair catch. All those things add up. We win the field position deal. We force turnovers and we don't turn it over. I haven't mentioned one thing about skill other than what, you know, the return guys have 
Mark Mosley, the league MVP. We don't miss field goals. Uh, he's, he's human. But overall, we're going to make way more than you do. See, and then we're going to block some. It's all the little things that aren't glamorous. You can't market. You know what I mean? You don't need a, a Madison Avenue sales team to market our deal because it was it was boring. It's you know, it, it was not something you could market. Yeah, hogs end up being marketed, but don't forget we also had the Pearl Harbor crew. All right. right. So we got a crew that is marketing that because nobody they had to try to throw because they couldn't run. You're number one versus the run. You also got JR. You got big country. We pound the rock. You know, it ain't sexy, you know, but it is effective. We have control of the clock. We win the position. All the boring little things that you hardly ever hear anymore. Football to me is such a nuanced um game like for example this is why there's two draft picks i like for exactly the reasons you state one is fideri Mathis. louisiana yeah and the louisiana kid thank you i love that kid i knew it because yeah because like here's why and i told him at the rookie mini camp i said i don't know how many guys i've seen where half of your highlights and i mean this is a compliment are on kick coverage or punt coverage that's where so like i'm with you and, and I know that, and I was talking to somebody about this, um, Sean Taylor played yeah. special teams because yeah. he wanted to set a tone. And I brought that up like, you know, a lot of these safeties talk about Sean, oh, I want to emulate him, and then they don't play special teams. Now, as someone else pointed out, well, sometimes they don't, you know, obviously you're not going to want all your starters out there, but that kid's going to be out there, even if he's one of the three safeties rotating and playing a lot. He'll be out there because, first of all, he has a passion for it, and he can make a difference there. That kid wants to get down there and hit somebody, and it's he's he'll be fun to watch in that regard. So, yeah. You so, but, but like, and I say math. So, like, those are you know, Mathis. I say because he'll do the dirty work up front that you're not going to see others do. Like, you, you may not see the flashy sack, but if Cole Holcomb is getting to more ball um, ball carriers in a better position, yeah, it's don't forget about Mayo too. too. I listen, may, to you guys, yeah. in your market. You never mentioned Mayo. Oh, no, no, and no. I go, no, no, no. I'm hey. just saying. Yeah. No, I mentioned him. Look, I like Jamin. It wasn't his fault. You know, it's like, you know, even in surgery, we've had surgeons operate on the wrong knee and the wrong hand. It has happened. I'm not making it up. Yeah. But when you are really good at something and somebody brings you to their family and they go, oh, no, you got to eat with your left hand. Well, hold it. Why? Well, we just want to try it, okay? Then say you're a bum because you can't? That ain't fair to him. Right. Okay. We got a guy on this team that's played middle linebacker. That's pretty damn good at it. Well, let me say this. And here's what I say, because the reason I brought up Mayo is that Eagles game was a distinct – his impact in that game was big. And it wasn't just because – like, it was because, first of all – you know, I know that the talent for him, he's probably better as a backup. You need to upgrade that position. We get all that. But it's like I always tell people, you need somebody with his kind of traits who's maybe better. But what he added in that game was the knowledge. He knew how to beat the double teams. And Cole Holcomb played free. Now, well, ideally, you get that with Cole and Jamin Davis. But are they at the point yet where, where Cole, not just Cole can recognize, but he has to recognize, relay it to Jamin 
and then go make the play himself. So that's a thing that you don't know, like where are they at with it? But that is so like Mayo to me, that game was eye-opening because of what he added in that game. And again, I'm not saying that he should be the starter, but I felt like what he added is what they need at a higher level. I'm with you there. Why How's couldn't that? he be the starter? Why couldn't he be? He'd be my starter. Because see, well, I've got to win now. See, sense of urgency. I have to win now. And I have to beat Jacksonville. I got to beat yes. the Jags. So whoever, my best 22 got to play. It's nothing personal. I don't care. I don't. I just want the best guys in there so I can win the game. Win the damn game. I don't care what round you're drafted in. I don't care how many commercials you currently have going. You either get your behind vaccinated. If you had to be vaccinated, you follow the rules or you don't play. You wouldn't even be on my team. Okay. We got to man up. They're not playing for charity. Okay. This is pro ball. And I just wish that that message would echo over there. So we'd stop hearing these excuses and just really focus on results. We do that. I think we've got Shay the band is even coming back. So how can you not win at home with, with the burgundy and gold marching band? I'll be glad to hear that. I've missed them the last two years. <laughs> like they don't have this wide range of music, but they add no. to the atmosphere. And I miss that. Yeah. Um, and well, you had a band. The one thing Ohio State, you got to do have good. Your band is awesome. What have you done lately? All I'm asking is that what have you done lately? Well, listen, as an alumnus, I'm saying the same. Th I'm asking the same thing. So I'm with you. Like, it's funny because I have in my garage, I have a 2002 national chapter thing. Like, they won in 02. They won in 14. It's like, yeah. they got to win again. Like, this is for the talent they have, for the program they have, you got to win again. So I'm with you. You're on loaded. That. Like, let me yes. tell you what they the kid is. See, people don't run the kid in Alabama was at Ohio State. I know. And if he don't get hurt, he's the number one guy. I'm going. They are yes. loaded. I'm oh, going, how how'd you guys lose to Michigan? You know why? I'll tell you why. Because they're because they couldn't run the ball. They weren't physical enough up front. They had five, basically four tackles along the line. I'm like, you need to have guys with a certain mentality. They weren't physical enough up front. And I thought it hurt them. And like, they couldn't have a, you know, a couple different styles of offense. I thought that was a big factor. I thought Hutchinson really did a nice job against them. That was a game that convinced you this kid can play. Um, so yeah. there was, you know, and plus like even a blind squirrel, you know, doc, <laughs> but i listen, Michigan won that game. I'm not going to deny that. And as an Ohio state fan, it's like, okay, you've got to get better now. You can't just say, well, we're Ohio State, we'll come back next year. No, you've got to get right. better. And they have done so much self-introspection that that's what you need to get better. That's a big thing. That's like, why I'm here you, with Washington. Are you willing yeah. to make changes to get to that point, whether it's change in philosophy, right. tweaking with how you right. do things? You can't assume improvement. You know? Well, okay, now, that's after just one time stubbing your toe. Yeah, We've stubbed ours now the last 22 years. Yeah. That's all I'm saying. At some point, it's not a blame game. I'm, I'm, I'm exhausted. I don't have time for that. But I do think we have the personnel that yeah. you need if they'll play as a unit. They're not talented enough to freelance. Right. They have got to play. And I think you've heard the coaches kind of say it. Uh -huh. I'm going, why on earth are you telling us that? Go tell them. Yeah. When I don't like coaches pandering to fans saying, no, dude, fix it. 
and give me results. Don't, don't, I don't I might kill the press conference. That's why I like Del Rio's press conference. Two minutes. Yeah, I did go. Because there's nothing to talk about. We saw your body of your work. Tell us how you're going to get better at it and then say goodbye. Jack doesn't give me a whole lot to work with. I love Jack. <laughs> oh, God, I love Jack. I wish he was in charge. I wish he was the only guy that spoke. I really do. Because it is really what he's doing. He's telling you the truth. You just don't want to hear it. Well, he also is not going to say a whole lot. And, and he should. So, and there are times where you can, with him, it's like you can kind of read between the lines, which is what you have to do. But because a lot of times you can't read anywhere else because he doesn't, he doesn't give you a whole lot to work with. He just, he's an, he's an old school linebacker who's like, you know, and he was in the media. He knows what it's like. Oh, no, he, he, a, he gets he it. He animal. knows everything. Let me oh, tell you yeah, what. Yeah. He, and he, 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 he gets it. And I'm not sure they, that I think he's a little bit of a porcupine, which I, I think he, I love that. But I think they embraced him. See, I thought he had to go through a thing with his group. Yeah. And he won him over. I think he won him over. And I really do believe that, that then there was a bit of, may have been of a disconnect, but only because some of the guys weren't there. Just look how much better they got when they lost their quote assets. You know why? Because they had to adjust. Team. They, they had to they, team and they also had to adjust. I think the coaching had to adjust. They started going more zone with the court, with the with secondary. And they also kept, they also applied more pressure on third downs after that. And like, so they were relying too much on guys to do things to win their battles. And, you know, I think they did a better job creating, but you also had guys do your job. There's a reason why that phrase works in the NFL. Setting the edge. Yeah. Setting the edge. Williams. I'm going to tell you what, man. I like him. Even when their cats come back. See, and again, I'm not a coach, but I damn sure can just put you in on third down. I can make you the designated pass rushes. See, I can have you butt off the field on first down. Because if you don't do it my way, you don't play. It's just that simple. Because I can't win with you. So why in the world would I be kissing your behind and you've given me no results? That's what I saw out of that team in November. It was a beautiful thing. We got one clown, don't want to play a position. You put him down the quote, Buffalo nickel, all of a sudden, wow, we look like the 85 Bears. But nobody's comfortable with their role. Well, I do what? I cut your head. Now let's find out how comfortable you are after, Jan- after June 1. Okay, now you have no suitors. You comfortable now? See? I'm just saying, I don't have patience for crap unless you're winning. You know, I'm the best guy in the world. We're 14 and two. Oh, I'm jack- we can jack- talk, have fun. No, no, not under 500. Getting your ass kicked every other way. I'm not having it. Doc, this is why I love talking to you. It's awesome. And I'm listen. I think I think you're speaking for a fan base where it's like they're saying this. They're I can't tell you how many. I can't hear it right now because it'll be played later. But the number of amens and preach were probably off the charts listening to you. So well, no, but I don't want. But I'm not. But a lot of fans, I'm disappointed in, and a lot of them, I fired them because they're quitters. They quit on the team. I'm not quitting. You hear well, quit no, my you're voice. You're, you just want expect. You want results. No, and I support the hell out of them. Right. Okay. They only let me in the bill. I'll support you. I want to win despite you. Is what I'm telling you, because you ain't shown me nothing yet and i'm just waiting to see it i heard a lot about it and so i'm just waiting to see the results and so yeah i'm all in for them but i like these kids 
I like this draft, but you know me, I'm an undrafted free agent guy. I know. I can't wait, oofers. Because those are the guys that have shown me that's the best results they usually bring us. I, and why is that? Because you got guys in there that are hungry. Well, that makes not running around trying to figure out what color their Bentley's going to be. Right. They're right. figuring out what they're checking out. Oh, at the end, by the little end, it's just a mindset that we've gotten away from. We used to be a blue collar approach to it. Then we went that Park Avenue crap, and we've never we've never recovered. Right. And all I'm saying is that just show up and fight your. As Joe would say, fight your guts out, and chances are we'll win. There you go. Doc, you're the best. Thanks a lot for coming on. Thanks man. for having me on, John. I really appreciate it. And uh, have you had Kevin on this week? No. Good. Good. And <laughs> I feel in a special space. You tell him I said that. All right. I will do that. Thanks, Doc. Thank you, Buckeye. All right. That's it for this episode. Thanks to Doc for joining me. And thank you, as always, for listening. I'll be back Tuesday night with a first look at what happened in the OTA session. Graham Weinstein will give me, will tell you how it was from his vantage point, what he saw, and you'll get some good information. Talk to you next time.